Hello again, and welcome to episode 158 of SDGC for Thursday, August 15th. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, a mental health support show, and a bi-weekly morning show every other Friday. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey. Feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a sub. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. Zach, welcome back. Hi. Zach's back, and I just... Will you embrace how much it. we love you, please? I feel like I am. You're so awkward I, about it. I thought my high was... I'm here. <laughs> Go back to and, bed, man. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> so you are here yeah and like I'm, and i'm ready to talk about uh sports that's what this podcast is right i want to talk about cookies have you guys been watching the nfl preseason is that what the show is Absolutely um not. there was something i saw today about i'm like, a Bengals fan madden okay well <laughs> is that a sport madden is a sport it's an e-sport. I thought Madden was a person, but what do I know? John yeah. Madden is actually a human John, being. John Madden is himself a sport. True. Zach, okay. show everybody the cookies you're eating. I ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Open up your stomach and display to Don't us do the contents. Don't do that. No, 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 no. We don't need that. We Zach. We definitely don't need that. I mean, if y'all want some of that. Stop. We can, we can, no. We can, what the fuck is that? that? No, put it down. It's been but two minutes. That's not a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on whether or not you're my wife. So anyway, uh, Justin, do you want to show anybody your cat? Justin, oh, you got a let cat. me see, let me see if I can get it. Yes, I just got a cat yesterday. Um, I don't have a name for him yet, but um, he's right here. Let me see if I can do this without knocking over my microphone. And everybody in the chat, tell away. us in the chat what we should name uh, Justin's cat. Except throw also, us, it's not for democracy. Throw Please. us, throw us cat names. Can I you guys see him? My, oh my, yeah, uh, there he is. Yeah, camera yeah. is not updating properly, so okay. He, I'm gonna put him down here. just because. Okay, he is going to pull down all of these cords. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin, I know you can't see your micro, your uh, your webcam, but your microphone is now in front. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. Yes, he that he has very large, fluffy tail. Hit the microphone. Powerful. He's a large, healthy, poofy boy. Yes, he is a very Thanks. fluffy, healthy boy. Who ain't? Everybody in chat needs to throw out some names for this cat at some point. I want I want name suggestions. Uh, how, uh, so aside from, I'm probably not going to listen to any of them. That's fine. Who cares? <laughs> it's more for the fun of it. Uh, aside from Zach being back and Justin getting a brand new cat, how was everybody doing tonight? Doing all right. I had a fat brownie earlier with some ice cream. Mm. Nice. Was it a fried brownie? No, but it had cinnamon graham crackers. What Ooh, the? Mixed in on, Zach's on top. eating cookies. You're eating fried brownies. Why is no one bringing? It wasn't treats? fried. It's just a brownie with like crumpled up, like whatever brownies. Yeah. It feels like somebody ate graham crackers over the top of your brownie, and then you just ate their crumbs. But that's okay. Yeah, that's probably also what happened. But. Yeah. Bring me a dessert. <laughs> I want a dessert. Brandon, how you doing, bud? I keep forgetting Brandon's here because I can't see him on my screen. Brandon. He's muted. He's muted, but he's, oh, he's muted. not actually Brandon's here. Mic is muted. Oh, okay. God damn it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brandon, yeah, so I was saying we were in parallel dimensions because we just don't exist for each other. 
Oh, you can't see me either. <laughs> I, I don't see video or even your name. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, Discord, get your Discord. If you're gonna start yeah. launching weird live services, maybe get your normal shit together. This is you know why don't we just go to Mixer? That's what I was gonna say. Maybe we should just sign an exclusive deal with Mixer, everybody. What do you think about that? Yeah, get get that fifty million. I, I have it. I think we might get fifty dollars. That we would get fifty cents. <laughs> I actually. I actually, yeah, so speaking, I actually, in case anybody in chat didn't see, I actually texted Ninja the other day. Oh, um, John, your boy Ninja. John's Did you give him all your ball. personal information? We already like dealt with the fucking e E3 data leak shit. Why are you just giving your information to companies? So, but but like, I actually called the number because I was like, I was like, I really want to, I want to see what happens if I call this number. And so I called it, and it rings like ten times. And then you get a voicemail of Ninja and he's like bitching about the fact that he's getting so many, uh, that he's getting so many fucking messages from people. He's that like, people are right. calling me. I'm getting millions of people calling me. Please just text me, bro. Let's get this bread or something like that. And then he just like, and then it hangs up. And I was really disappointed. Is this real? What is this number? No, it's not. No, it's real. Crab, don't. I mean, it's all marketing. Nobody I guess, I mean, uses... I guess we haven't really like unpacked uh like why isn't there been a story about what this is actually doing i mean like, i know there's been stories that are like this is a marketing scheme but like has there been a story about like what this is for besides just data harvesting is that all it i is? don't know i mean i think it's not. just some stupid service that was like hey ninja we'll give you money if you <laughs> promote this and he's just like cool i'm all about that yeah <laughs> I can I can dial him right here on the podcast. No, Please I do think not. We'll be okay. If I you make me good. listen to Ninja say, to "Let's get this bread," I will leave. So I anyway. don't know how much I care about what Mister Tyler Blevins's fake voicemail sounds like. You shouldn't. You shouldn't care one fucking. Hey bit. Derek. That's hey the Derek. Answer. What's your Yo. voicemail sound like? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't updated it in like eight years plus. Do you mind just doing you, one I... really quick, Derek? Can you just do one really quick for us? Uh, yeah, like please. just like what do you mean just like message. fake record a voicemail? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Make, like, it, like, uh, make it like Zach sultry. Is, Zach is one hundred percent recording this shit right now and he is one of the second nefarious means later. But you yeah. know, it's going to be yeah. it's going Hello. to be Zach's voicemail. Thank you for calling. Believe it or this not. is Derek Van Dyke, and I can't come to the phone right now. A lot of eyebrows. I have to. I, like I have to redo this take because I'm <laughs> awkward. There's a reason I haven't redone my voicemail in like eight to ten years, and it's because oh, yeah. it takes me an hour. It's the most emotive <laughs> voicemail I've ever seen. Derek, I I need you to know this, and I and I, I need you to understand like that I'm saying this as your friend. Right, but you right. You have an extremely sultry voice, like you just <laughs> do. He really does. Like I'm not even bullshitting. Like it's Derek. You Derek. You. You have the voice of an angel. It's there. a really strangely attractive voice, and you should you should bask in that. I will take it. Yeah, please do. Uh, you know, any little thing that helps me make up the fact that I'm a millennial in 2019 and everything's going wrong. Cheers. Like, <laughs> I just like Derek saying, like, yes, I'm extremely attractive. It takes a giant sip. <laughs> 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 Listen, the boys say it's hot out. <laughs> It's bad. It's bad out. Yeah. I have oh, that's good for the skin to stay hydrated. You're half a gallon of water on my face right now. Everybody take a drink of water right now. Stay hydrated. I don't I've have any water. Everybody in chat. Can I drink get, coffee? Get a glass of coffee water. Coffee counts. 
Coffee, coffee is it just does. flavored water. Coffee it's dehydrates a, you. Yeah, it's a diuretic, John. <laughs> That's a mess. Coffee does not dehydrate you. That's oh, a myth. come on. It's a myth. It's just flavored water. Coffee does not dehydrate you. The caffeine Look content in coffee is not uh, does not dehydrate more than the water hydrates. So should we talk about video games? We should <laughs> eventually. Hydration now. Who would do that? But I guess I, I'm just I gonna guess keep petting this cat. I don't care. <laughs> I guess we can talk about video games. Uh, so we will go ahead and hit up the NPD stuff first. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, our normal NPD guy Matt Piscatella uh, with the NPD group he couldn't make it tonight. Uh, he sends his apologies. Super short uh, notice, but yeah, follow Matt Piscatella if you care about this stuff at all, because. He yeah, demand. he not only tweets like good industry insights, but every once in a while he'll he'll like supplement it with weird ass facts, like the fact that. There was like one month where like 20 people bought copies of Chrono Cross like in recent yeah. years in retail just for some reason. I, that's that's like kind of a, a fudged version of what he actually said. But like you should follow him because he has good facts and he's a good guy. Are you taking yeah. a picture of your webcam, Justin? What are you I, doing? I'm going to send you a picture of what my, my setup currently looks yeah, like. Is that oh. not Enjoy it. It's adorable. Is that not how you guys take screenshots on your computer? That's how I've always done it. <laughs> Well, God, it, these boomers. I need yeah. wider than a screenshot. You'll you'll see. So NPD, we, let's yeah. let's NPD. get the NPD <laughs> talk here. Uh, so in July 2009, and this is from VentureBeat. Uh, July 2019 tracked spending across video game hardware, software, accessories, and game cards total 762 million, slightly higher than a year ago. That's coming from our friend Matt Piscatella. Games and software spending due to the shift of Madden NFL into the July tracking month offset declines across hardware, accessories, and game cards. And when you look at the year as a whole, sales are down slightly. And Matt says a lot of that is due to the slowing hardware segment because, of course, we are getting new, a new console generation next year. So that is to be expected. Matt also said that uh, year-to-date spending across tracked video games, uh, that's hardware, software, accessories, and game cards, has fallen 4% compared to last year. And declines in hardware spending have offset growth in software sales. As far as software goes, y'all, how about that Fire Emblem Three Houses? That is insane. So what? It's already the second best-selling entry in the entire franchise yes. in less than a full month. And this is without tracking digital sales. Like, and it's again, with no major stock issues. Counter. Major stock issues. Um, so, it's been pretty hard to get a physical copy if you didn't pre-order. So I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that it is actually the the highest derek because we're not factoring in uh you know Digital. we're this is physical copies only yeah, yeah. well but well, um Nintendo is fire emblem awakening it... though faced a similar situation where fire emblem awakening had a very high digital mix in its opening months because of stock issues yeah, um, I remember hearing about the stock. I remember that too. Yeah. yeah, so I, I wouldn't anticipate. And f another thing is that Fates, Fire Emblem Fates, does not get counted as a single SKU. It gets counted as, I believe, three separate SKUs in NPD. Um, so Fire Emblem Fates, likely, if you combine um, the Birthright and Conquest and limited editions together, probably outdoes as well. But um, I mean, it's a really strong start for Fire Emblem, second overall for the month. Um, I would also point out that it's oh, maybe not like. Like Madden NFL 20 was at the top, and it did, it did make it into the top 10 selling games year <coughs> to date at number eight um, this month, yeah. its debut month, including its digital sales. So what I would say that while it's definitely it's definitely possible that Fire Emblem like was actually number one, but I 
I would maybe not totally take the wind out of Madden. Like it's, yeah. it's oh, fucking I, Madden. Yeah. LF, I thought he meant 20, like, com- like number one for the franchise, not number one for the month. Oh, it is number one for the franchise. It is number one for the franchise. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Well, it it's is still... the best-selling game of the franchise. I think it sold triple what uh, Awakening did. Fire Emblem Echoes on 3DS did. No, no Fire Emblem Echoes. Echoes, right? Yeah, Awakening. Awakening is still ahead of it. Can you guys um, remind me what what date uh, Three Houses came out on? It's like the end of the month, right? It was pretty late. It was like what July twentieth or something July like that. July twenty. Yeah, it was two Fridays ago. Um, so whatever that. It is. was more than two Fridays ago. Was but... it more than that? It was. Yeah. It would have been has, the time has gotten weird. Has it would have been the twenty sixth? Yeah. That was actually with only 26th. like that's what it was. Yeah, only okay, like so a like, week and some so, change. So about three weeks. Wow. Okay. So yeah, in a week. It, yeah, that's pretty pretty solid. Yeah. It, oh, okay. I I conflated my facts. So, Fire Emblem Three Houses was the second best-selling video game of July 2019. This is from the press release. Fire yeah. Emblem Three Houses represents the largest launch of a Fire Emblem game in U.S. history, with launch month sales tripling those of previous bestseller in release month, Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadows of Valencia. So, Shadows of Valencia Valencia was the bestseller in its release month. However, Fire Emblem Three Houses instantly becomes the second best-selling game in franchise lifetime sales, trailing only Fire Emblem Awakening. It'll yeah. it'll overtake Awakening, easy. I think I believe so. Long term, it absolutely will. Also, um, uh, wait, just uh, just one quick thing. I just wanted to add to. I'm just looking at the year to date, which is so. This is everything in the last in the last you know twelve months. Madden twenty is already in the number eight slot. Yeah, uh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, it just overtook MLB the Show and Days Gone, uh, which is you know what else yeah, is wild? wild. Mortal Kombat eleven, top selling game 11. for yeah. the calendar calendar year. That's well, incredible. Yeah. When it really goes to show, like, I remember when that game launched on Twitter, at least there was a big blow up about how heinous some of the launch microtransactions are. So it's, it's a, it goes to show how small the bubble is on Twitter about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's great. What a great month. And like, it, and uh, the other side of it that Matt would bring up if he was here is that like, uh, hardware and also accessories, I think, are accessories down also. I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which, which, which I think is what Matt would probably. I don't want to speak for Matt, but I would guess is contributing to like Fortnite still still king shit, but is slowing down. Also, just the end of a console generation. That's like, why, yeah. why are you buying another PS4 controller right now? Like, I hear you, no but like I am about to buy a seventy-five dollar Gears of War controller. The Nintendo Switch yep. Pro controller was the best-selling accessory uh, last month. Oh, word. Um, the Nintendo Switch is still the best-selling hardware for July for the year to date. It's probably there's no reason to think it's not going to continue that thread into the rest of the year. Um, like it's just going to be that way until the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever. Pro controller, Pro controller being the best-selling accessory makes a lot of sense when you look at the top ten as well. You got you got six Nintendo Switch exclusive titles in the top yeah. ten. You yeah. got Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is a reason to have a Pro controller if you don't already. Um, you know Mario Maker Two. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. You got to figure there's a lot. Which, by the way, that being in the it, as high as it is at number four overall for the month is kind of a surprise. Um, not to me, not really. I mean, you've well, got the you, you, there wasn't a me, whole lot of buzz. Of, you know, far from home and end game bumps. So. Yeah, but well, so a lot can... of people probably picked up controllers to co op with that. Yeah, you and know. also at least put pin at least some of Minecraft sales on the Switch. I mean, there's not a breakdown here, but I oh, imagine yeah. Minecraft on Switch is doing fine. That's yeah. probably something that's true. Yeah. Uh, so a, a couple other uh, interesting NPD things I want to mention is um, you could really see uh, this just leaped out at me. Spider-Man was almost in the top 10. So you could you could see that that Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, which which I think is pretty cool. It was in the top 10 uh, last month. And it yeah. was also it's also yeah. been on sale a lot the past couple months. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all to to see it kind of. But NPD is also a dollars amount, not units moved. So if it's selling. Oh, that's true. Close to the top ten, even on sale, and that's a lot of copies getting out there. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what's still chilling out in there at number six. Fucking unbelievable. It's it's Um, gonna start. Yo, GTA Five is still gonna sell in the PS Five. And the Xbox. Yep, oh, Brandon, if people don't think that it's not going to be available for next generation consoles, they're yeah, no, they're, it absolutely will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 going to remain a bestseller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for like at least couple God years. knows how long. Even so, after um, six comes out, can somebody contextualize for me? Obviously, I, I know that that the the audience for um for Ultimate Alliance is is pretty sizable. But can somebody contextualize to me uh, what success looks like for that game? Like, is number four considered a success? Um, so Ultimate it, Alliance as a series has never been like a huge, huge seller. Um, right. My understanding from what I was reading is that Ultimate Alliance 3 as a Switch exclusive um, has outsold Ultimate Alliance 1, which was a multi-plat and cross-gen multi-plat. That was like PlayStation 2, Xbox, PS3, Xbox 360, PSP. Wii, PSP, like everything. It was on everything. Right. Um, yeah. I would label this as like firmly unsurprising, right? Like there was no possible way that Ultimate Alliance was going to beat Madden NFL. There was Absolutely probably not, yeah. no possible way it was going to beat Fire Emblem Three Houses. And there was probably no possible way it was going to beat Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Like, it was a lot. Super Mario Maker 2 launched this month, right? Like this, this was launched yeah. before it. Yeah. And um, that well, was yeah, number like, three. Like it was not going to be any of those three titles in this launch month. But then you look at everything it did beat. Like I know it's all stuff that didn't launch this month, like Minecraft, GTA 5, Super Smash Brothers, all things like that. But but it did like it came in solidly where you would expect <sighs> it to launch. Sure. Um, yeah, Justin. And also, like, it seems like a lower budget game, too. And, like, I don't mean that as, like, a dig against the game, but, like, I don't it, know, it's, great. it's it's hard to tell. It doesn't look amazing, um, and it has some performance hitches, but, I mean, if you scope out compared to previous Ultimate Alliance games, the fact that each character is as much more unique uh, compared to previous games, you basically That's had true. one character model but, that I had mean, the exact same normal move set. But, um, like, also, like, it didn't have like a ton of marketing money behind it either true but they shelled out on that voice cast and that's usually a big cost and they have a very expensive very expensive voice talent cast is this that's platinum developed right yeah no 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 team ninja team ninja Oh, I don't know why in my guts I felt like it was a platinum thing okay oh because we saw the astral chain news today so you were just thinking platinum games platinum games platinum games uh, um, a, a, a couple other of NPD things to mention. Uh, six of the top ten best-selling video games of this for Nintendo titles, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, of course, Mortal Kombat 11 is the best-selling video game of 2019 year of 2019 to date, which still just blows my fucking mind. And the top ten best-selling games of the year so far are number, and I'm going from one to ten: Mortal Kombat 11, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, The Division 2, <laughs> Anthem, uh, Resident Evil 2. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Red Dead Redemption 2, Madden NFL, Days Gone, and MLB 19, the show. Um, Days Gone so showing I, up. Caprice, That's really. I, I I'm, will... I'm shocked Sony hasn't given us any actual numbers for Days Gone. Like, especially with their new IPs, they like to usually get press out there. And, like, I mean, it's selling every, well. I don't know every why they single, wouldn't. Every single, like, sales analyst have been like, yeah, this game has overperformed in every single market and they but they still haven't said anything about it which is do we know what do we have any releases on on how mad uh on how madden is done because if madden's just slightly above it you can maybe 
you know, brown down or whatever. I have, I, 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 I haven't seen anything. I don't know. Just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, sorry, John. What was that? We what have, was that list sorry, we have a couple from? numbers. Oh, oh, okay. Um, not, not like super specific ones, but, uh, EA came out the other day and they said that, um, it was, and these are all like bullshit numbers. Hold on. It had the highest final week of pre-orders in franchise history, which is like oddly specific, but I guess people were really <laughs> excited they for it. Just, they just needed a fluff Anybody number. see the John I Oliver guess. segment then, on the then, like, well, Guinness well records? Over half, well over half of week one sell-through units were digital. Um, That's like, so that was like, yeah, these, that, these are really bullshit. Yeah. Completely that unhelpful. Number that- that number that Reb read out, and that's like that's like saying, it's you know, 65 percent of PlayStation Four owners ate a chicken salad sandwich while they were playing Days Gone. Yeah, like, think about it. It's kind of interesting. Like, I'm, I'm that actually, like, looking that through our stuff right now. Like, like Matt, it's interesting what demographics it does well in. So, like, obviously, it does well in the U.S., but um, like the EMEAA charts, that's like the the Europe, uh, the Middle East, uh, Asia, and Australia charts. Um, like Madden NFL twenty barely made it on there because it's like it's like American football, right? Like, why why would they be buying that? Um, and then uh, I'm looking on here, like Fire Emblem, I think beat it on the UK charts as well because again, like it's the UK football, American football is not as big there. So it's just like, it's, of course, that would be number one in the U.S. But when you think about it globally, it's, you know, still a big game, but not as big a deal. Right. John's headset died in their wired headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm really mad at him right now. You're mad? Oh, I'm way. mad at John. Yeah. Why? Because he cited our competitor instead of the article that I wrote loving like, <laughs> a couple hours ago. Oh, shit. Classic on our, John. On the show that I'm on. Classic How? John. He's not, he's not reading the not words that I, nepotism. Like imagine, I like to imagine he's just pouting while john's doing that uh, <laughs> at least at least the what the one time i made a mistake like that was i sent i'm like hey this is a really cool article that i sent i posted in the dm and Rev was, was like yeah i wrote it <laughs> <laughs> but, so you, you should have recovered from that being like yeah nice i know though, that's why you. it's good nice to know that you thought it was good without knowing it was mine yeah like I'm so glad I'm like, I'm like, oh, thank God. It was an article I loved. Thank God you didn't think something I wrote Yo, was shit. Did you see this dumb piece of shit article? <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to be the person who wrote that. Oh, yeah. John's also <laughs> hating on Golden Sun today on Twitter. So we can cancel him. He's fine. Carry on. What, uh, what other video game topics do we have? It's been a while. Uh, where are we going to... We're, we're gonna, gonna go over what we've been playing. Let's oh, see yeah, that a little bit while we're gone. Yeah. Zach, you've been gone forever. What have you been playing, man? Uh, what have I been playing? Um, fuck, Battlefield Five because I somebody needs to, I guess. Uh, I've been playing Battlefield Sandstorm, uh, which is a cool video game that started as a mod that made its own game, and then it's, this is a sequel to that game. Uh, it's a focus home game, so I naturally have a have a bit of an affinity for it <laughs> um and then i have been replaying through all of the gears of war games in anticipation of gears 5 i just beat nice. gears 4 on insane difficulty uh which is cool i guess um but yeah i don't know not that much brandon what have you been playing man uh the game of the year uh final fantasy 14 Shadowbringers. Why have so, so many Rip, Rip Sekiro, by the way, like I, this is a recent realization, maybe over like the last week or two. I'm like, yeah, FF14 is the game of the year for sure. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. Okay, wait, wait, wait. 
if you can, can you give me like a one minute pitch on that game? Like I, yeah, I only absolutely. hear like out of context things about it. So it's like all of FF14 or specifically the expansion pack that just came out? Yeah, give me, let's, give let's me the expansion. expansion. Yeah, let's say yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we lost <laughs> Reb too. That's so weird. I think that they're, t- I think she and John are talking to private one to make sure his, his head's No, I'm on push to talk. So oh, I, just, okay. I just wasn't uh, regaling you with me well, going, I love you so out. much to my cat who's in my lap right now. I figured you didn't Yeah, me. John just Carry disappeared. I, I still can't see Reb. Like, this is a mess. Yeah, John, I'm John's here. Me and I'm back. I can we hear you. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. Now, Brandon was pitching me on the new expansion, Shadowbringers. So I got to <laughs> hear it. it. How, how do you how do you pitch an MMO to people who just like don't want to play an MMO? It's it's actually impossible because you have to want it. But I have to. Uh, what? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can you just give me like what's the time absolutely. sink? If I wanted to get into it. What's the time sink? To get to the hundreds of hours, three hundred oh. hours, two hundred and fifty oh. to three hundred hours. Yeah, that's too much to get to the new content without paying like fifty dollars to buy their things that let you jump forward. But it's good. Oh, it's better than good. I'm I'm glad you're loving it. See, this is the type of thing that like this is a fascinating conversation where like I genuinely believe you when you say that like it's a game of the year contender, but I wonder if the time sink needed to get to that content is so great that it would just push it from like the possibility of people just checking No, absolutely. It out. And yeah, no, that's yeah. that's completely and utterly reasonable. I like I if you don't want to put like, you know, 300 hours into this MMO to see why this, you know, expansion pack is is worthy of like the the nine out of ten ten out of ten reviews that it got like oh it's fucking awesome i love it yeah i, I, mean, I, I, I went i went through some time. of it with john like some of the end game stuff like the the final boss of the expansion pack is one of the best final fantasy bosses ever it's fantastic yeah, all, yeah. All like the, the music during it is it like <laughs> I, I like i can't say that dancing mad and one we angel are like the best anymore because this is just too good. Uh, so I like weirdly have a comment on the music in that game. Yeah, please. So I, uh, I, I don't play this game, this Final Fantasy MMO thing that you're all into. I just listen to you all talk about it. Um, I play World of Warcraft. <laughs> and one of the things I do... No, I'm, I'm, it, it involves Final Fantasy. I play World of Warcraft. And one of the things that I'm really weird... The music in World of Warcraft is like fine. Like Mr. Pandaria yeah, had good music. Yeah, but for the most it's part, fine. it's, it's just like... It's like ambient. Sometimes it's good, but like for raiding, when you're just listening to the same like drums over and over again, it's not very good. So what I do is I make playlists when I when I raid. There's usually you know like a certain amount of bosses in a raid, and so I'll make I'll do like a couple of little ambient tracks for killing trash, and then I'll like pull specific songs that I think fit each boss. And you know more and more when I form these play because so I'll just always play the same song for every boss, so they have like a theme. Um, okay. And more and more, I find myself pulling music from Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever it is, this MMO, yeah. and <laughs> and using it bosses. like um, the one I'm doing right now. Um, we're fighting. We're in uh, the Eternal Palace, which is the right where you fight Ashara. She has this fight where she creates like this weird monster called the Radiance of Ashara, and I'm using uh, the the music from Shiva. Uh, is that okay. a real thing? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shiva is definitely one of the standout tracks. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really good, and it like fits that fight so well. And so I'm using it. And I'm just listening to that over and over whenever I fight Radiance of Ashara. So yeah, well, that you guys got to speed on music. It's really you, you should definitely consider adding the Shadowbringers final boss to your playlist. I I don't even want to say the name of it because it's a spoiler. But that's yeah. the thing. Like like, it takes three hundred and or you know it takes like yeah. two hundred and fifty hours to get to this. Like that's such a if, big ask. It's hard to say it's a spoiler because, like, if if you're not gonna get to it, if you're not playing it now, you're never gonna play. It. Right. Or you won't. Reb- it. It'll be old content by the time you get to it. But whatever. 
there's another there's another boss track from, from uh, Final Fantasy 14 that I would add to your playlist. Uh, it's called A Fine. Sorry, you broke up. What? Yeah, you broke up. Fine. Uh, sorry. Um. Uh. There's another track from Final Fantasy 14. I would add to your playlist. It's called "A Fine Death." It's awesome. Okay, I'll look into it. Um, Derek, uh... Derek, I want Derek to talk now. I've been <laughs> gone. You have to let me get this. <laughs> I was let gonna say if uh, I have a, I have a, a uh, uh, I've decided to torture myself. Uh, and today. So I've never played a Call of Duty game ever in my life. Really? No. And That's um, fine. start. Yeah, it's fine. But starting today, I've decided I'm going to play the campaign for every Call of Duty game. And um, why? Well, you everyone from Modern Warfare are, are the original onward. I don't know. One time I sat down and watched every Transformers movie back to back. Um, sometimes oh, I do no. things. To, sometimes I hurt myself <laughs> to see I if I can still that, feel. Today I learned that my friend uh, Zach Zuisen over at Kotaku apparently played every Angry Birds game and wrote an article. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know, but... He, now he's doing it with the Talking Tom games, and I'm not really clear as to what's going on there either. He seems I am. To have... I, I hurt myself. I, I'm concerned about Derek playing a bunch of Call of Duty games because I don't want him to transform into some kind of super soldier. Uh, my hope is that next week when I come on, Derek has gotten like a tribal <laughs> band tattoo around him. <laughs> <laughs> Derek. Derek. Derek, honestly, like, I, I'm, I'm a little bit curious to see what, what the takeaway is, because like, in my head, I'm like, oh, Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare had a good campaign, and like... It's okay, I'm a, I'm a few stages what? into the original Modern Warfare, like, I just finished the, the, the level where you raid the TV station, Yeah. Um, so like, I literally just started today, and like, it's okay, it sure is a, a shooter campaign, I mean, the AI is yeah. dumb as shit, um, so there's, even on the highest difficulties, like, this is not a challenge, but... Like, yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, I figure I got to get further in. I'm, I'm um, interested to see your take on again. This is like I, uh, the original Black Ops came out and I was like in ninth grade. And in my head, I remember like, I think that campaign is good. I'm sure if I played it now, it would be trash. But I'm interested. I'm just I'm interested. I want I want to keep yeah. hearing. I, the, like my thought process just from extrapolating out from how early I am is that the story in these games is going to be absolute ass. But I can see how they're trying to set up mission variety. And right. I think that's very important in creating a single player experience is in giving people switching things up. Um, I just remember a great prison break sequence from, uh, from black ops. So I, I at least want to report back on that. Yeah. I'll let y'all know. Reb, what do you think of the, the duty called? I played, um, in college, my my neighbors across the hall had whichever one had zombies. Oh, well, um, oh rep! Oh, that's not. <laughs> that was a all, lot. Yeah, all of them since. Uh, probably Black Ops. Let's see. It's let's probably see. one that of the Black Ops been, games. I graduated in 2013, so oh, it okay. probably yeah, would have been 2011, 2012, Black something Ops like that. One. Yeah, okay. Black Ops one. Well, Black yeah. Ops two came out in 2012, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it was. I think it was the one before that. Then. Okay. Um, Black Ops One. Yeah. Okay. It was probably that. And um, I went over there and we played zombies, and that was fun. Oh, the cat's gone now. Um, but 
you know, it's, it's not my thing, right? Like, yeah. I think I said on this podcast before that I had like a weird, I think I said this on like last podcast or the, the Friday show something recently that I had like this weird turning point where I started just gravitating really far away from any games that had violence in them at all. And Call of Duty is just like really like mainstream exact opposite of the kind of thing that I play. So, you know, it's fine, yeah. whatever. Like people like it, good for them. I'm glad people find it fun. I did have fun like getting together in a rowdy group of friends and like, like, like playing zombies. It was a good time, yeah. but like I would, I would probably never play that game outside of like, like if you all were hanging out and Zach, you said, Hey, do you want to play Call of Duty with us? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Cool. It'll be, and we'd have a great time. But I think outside of that context, I'll probably never play the game. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, like I'm trying to summon the enthusiasm for, for the one that comes out in a couple weeks. Like I might even see if some folks here want to play Modern Warfare because there's so much, there's cross play in the new one, which is I guess, I guess it's cool. Like I would say that's the only thing that's that's got me interested in the new game is like, hey, we can all play together. I think I think you, me, and Maddie are probably the three that'll be. Derek, do you have that. like a Derek? Do you have like a t- what? Is it a? I don't know. Is that a bandana? What is that? <laughs> it might be. Did you get a head injury it's while some we were talking? <laughs> I, I totally missed you here. putting that on. What is that? I don't. Is know. that your was, infinite was, ammo bandana? Was, I was huh? on my desk and I don't know what it is. Keep it yeah, on, fuck it, dude. There's a lot of things on my desk that I could put on my head, but I don't. Okay, are you guys ready to talk about Loot Crate? Can, can I say yeah. what I've been playing? I haven't said what I've no. been playing either. John yeah. hasn't said what he's been playing. What the <laughs> fuck, John? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was absent for like three minutes of the conversation. We, we, we just started talking about, talking about Call of Duty. All right, continue. Justin, continue. what are you playing, man? So, I played through Doom 3 uh, again this week uh there was recently a port that was put out um there was some controversy around the route around the doom one and two port uh because of them requiring a bethesda.net login to play doom one and two uh but thankfully the doom three port was in good shape uh it was done by panic button so um i played it on ps4 pro and it was native panic 4k uh, yeah, so it was native 4K, 60 FPS, and it was a game I wanted to, um, you know, revisit for a little while. When was, so yeah, when was, was the last time you played it? I, I think it was at launch. Um, okay. I remember wow. playing it. Years That's ago. a long time ago. Yeah, so I remember playing it at like 800 by 600. That's, yeah, yeah, same. Really I, I think inconsistent. I played it at 12, 1024, but. Yeah, really inconsistent frame rate, um, yeah. I, low I setting, like, so like. 30 to 40 frames per second, maybe. I think I was more like 20 to 30 <laughs> like when I played it. Yeah. Um, on like some family computer at a friend's house. Uh, um, so, you know, it was fun to revisit. Like that game has some weird inconsistencies, but like it's a really fascinating game because it kind of like predicted a, you know, a move, move and rendering and game design that didn't really happen. So it's still kind of a really unique game with how it uses light and shadow. Um, and, uh, you know, and and some of the cool little details with it. Like, it's an inconsistent game, and, you know, it's 15 years old, so, you know, those things show. But I had a good time with it. Um, obviously, it's a very, very, uh, you know, it's the black sheep of the Doom series. Yeah, big time. Uh, but... You know, it's it's a cool game, and I, I would like to see maybe you know right. kind of that like more horror infused approach come back, even if in just like a spin off series or something. I think it was a, a decent horror game. Like I remember like jumping a few times. Like there's a point though when it's just like, 
oh, hey, every enemy spawns behind you. Hey, yeah. every door you open, there is going to be an imp pouncing in your face. Like, it, it, it gets to the point where you get so... Uh, you get so used to what it's trying to do as jump scares that like you just get annoyed by some of them but like it's a cool game and it feels very different from you know the other doom games derek so that's what i was playing derek is committed to being cuter every five minutes derek is here for it what are you doing now but look at derek yeah look at at Derek. i mean reb is cute but look at derek's cute that's fine Derek is Derek is pretty cute. I am the other hand. I won't ever deny that. I won't ever deny Derek's extreme, powerful, cute it's, energy. We've all been just really flattering him tonight. I think we need to knock him down Seriously. a few pegs. Yes. I, I I deserve it. I Derek, deserve we knock stuck. down a few pegs. You're terrible at Dark Souls. Hey, stop insulting Derek. You just. <laughs> oh, sorry. John, we were just we were tearing him down. Why? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's your turn. Okay, it's my turn. What have I been playing? Uh, so I started my Blue Lions playthrough of Trials of, or of Trials Manage of uh, Fire Emblem the other day, yeah, uh, and this time the best house. I'm playing it on classic mode hard um, because I want the I want the true Fire Emblem experience. Balls uh, of steel. What was that? What was that, Brandon? Balls of steel. I I like I I. I my only thing about Fire Emblem, I played it on I played it on normal mode, and it was way too easy. Like it was way too easy. I, it, with the exception of the very last battle, I literally just coasted through the whole game. Uh, so I the want old, the old Fire Emblems used to be so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I want to recapture. Right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do classic mode hard. Um, it is hard, really. By the way, you want to talk about hard mode? It's really hard to not pay attention to Derek. When he keeps dolling himself up like every I thirty actually, seconds actually, over there, the scarf actually kind of diminished it for me. I'm going to be honest. No, I don't. Like Derek has been I, literally pouring points into his charisma tr- uh, skill tree. No, no this he's entire podcast. I Derek, don't know how to wear a scarf. Derek, and Zach only, obviously does. So Derek, the only thing I want to see is you put that fucking Wario outfit on. <laughs> I don't know where it is right now. The only other thing I've been playing right now, I've been playing a shitload of Fire Emblem, Super Mario Maker, and I've been doing another Trials of Mana playthrough. Uh, and tomorrow, fucking Grandia 2, or Grandia 1 and 2, the Grandia HD oh, collection for Switch. Tomorrow? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Fucking classic, classic JRPGs. Gra- Grandia really 2, excited about that. definitely one of my favorite games. Grandia so Grandia 3 is part of that collection, right? It's no. not. And nor should it be. Nor should it be. We don't talk about Grandia 3 here. We <laughs> We're going to have a Grandia 3 podcast soon. <laughs> Like I'm willing. I am willing to stream. I am willing to stream Crypt of the Serpent King for everybody. That's the other game I played. Uh, how is it, John? It is. Uh, it is definitely a video game that was made by uh, by some people. Uh, it looks Define like everything. It it looks like uh, like every character until they get really close to you looks like a distant clump of grape nuts, and it, it is. Look to me in the real world, so. So it, 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 well, like it looks like your it looks like your player character has glaucoma the whole time, and uh, it it is just Crypt of the Serpent King. I I urge everybody to go look up a video of Crypt of the Serpent King. It's 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 you really have to see this game to experience it for yourself. It's really it's real. It's the same room over and over again. The whole game is just like ten levels, and you're walking around a dungeon, avoiding enemies, trying to get keys to unlock the levels, and every single level is the same, and every single room is the same. Every single one. 
you can run past every enemy, get every key, and just go down. It's it is unbelievably fucking terrible. It's awful. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been playing. Who's next? That sounds amazing. It, Brandon, you really need to look at a video of Crypt of the Serpent um, King. Crypt of the Serpent King. Okay. It's a fuck. It's it's fu it's a fucking experience. <laughs> Who's next? Me. Reb, please. Yeah, well, mine's not very exciting. Um, for the, you know, one person that probably listens to this on YouTube and is not in chat right now and does care about World of Warcraft, I am very proud of my guild right now. We spent like two weeks in a row um, mashing our heads into, uh, uh, shit, what's her name? Priscilla Ashbane, fourth boss of Eternal Palace on Heroic. And we I, I have a new appreciation for rating, so yeah, I understand. Oh, God, yeah. She, yeah. She's, a, she's a wall. She's a huge DPS check. We finally beat her, and then we one-shot the two bosses after her, Oragoza and the, um, the court, whatever that is. So now we have the last two. They're really hard. We're going to be doing it on Saturday, but I'm just really proud of my guild. I'm, I'm glad that I found – I think, I think like, the one note I will have about that is that it is – it is extremely difficult in MMORPGs if you don't already have a group of friends that you're going in with to find a group that like, like, here's the thing. So I'm like a woman, I play video games. I'm really outgoing and extroverted. I like to chat. I like to be on voice chat with people when I raid with them. And, but it's like, it's like a coin flip, right? Like if I jump into a chat with a bunch of people who are raiding about 50% of the time, I'll be like, Hey, and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, yeah, welcome. Like, cool. We're going to go do this. And it's just like normal. The other 50% of the time they're like, oh, a girl, there's no girls on the internet. And like immediately I leave when that happens because like, fuck you. Like, this is not what I came here for. This is so stupid. And it's seriously, it's seriously like a 50, 50 shot. I never fucking know. Um, or the, the other thing will be, they won't say anything. And then like, like 10 minutes and they'll be like, wow, you know, a woman playing a DPS character, uh, you know, that's usually you're like, you usually see women playing like healers, like you're doing really well. And I'm like, that's Ooh. not a fucking compliment, you jackass. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. fuck off. <laughs> Me, yeah. My sex organs have nothing to do with my capability of playing a video game. Thanks. Um, I've gotten that before. Anyway, so like I, I stumbled into this group. It was kind of like an accident. Like an old guildie of mine just found them randomly advertising for more raiders and then said they were good and I joined them. And I'm, I'm always like real hesitant when that happens. But they've been like a really stellar group of people. Like they've been fantastic and they haven't, it, it's been like two months and no one said a racism. Like it's it's amazing. Um, and they, they have like other women in the group and, you know, everybody just, you, you know, like it's treated like like human beings. Like what the fuck? I don't know what that is. So that I, I'm proud of that. Um, just were oh, you raising yeah. your hand or were you I doing anything? Kind of. Uh, just on a, on a similar note, I'm really excited for the cross save coming in Destiny because in Destiny 1, there was, you know, uh, a bunch of people that I used to raid with all the time. But when Destiny 2 came out, they went to PC because they were all primarily PC gamers. The only reason they had Destiny 1 on PS4 was that it was only on consoles. So they moved to PC. So they're going to help me do a bunch of stuff that I've missed because, um, you know, I haven't had a crew to play in Destiny in a while. And it'll be really fun playing with, you know, the people that, you know, really kind of ignited my love for that game. Um, they took me on my first raid. They took me on my first Nightfall. I'm really excited to get back into it with them. So I've, I'm really excited for that. So I'm hoping I can kind of, like, get the old gang back together. Oh yeah, I did. I did just want to add the other thing I'm playing. I haven't been playing anything new. The other thing I've been playing is I like John started his uh, his Blue Lions run. I finished my Blue Lions run, which is the first house that I started with, and I'm now on the Golden Deer. Um, at the moment, I have no. Yeah, I. If you haven't seen the video of the voice actor for Claude, like telling he's Golden just Deer Claude, and it's great. Names, he's so great. I love him so much. 
Um, but I'm playing Golden Deer. I have no idea when my interest in this game is going to flag. Um, it has slowed down a little bit. Like, I think I'm only on Chapter 5 of the Golden Deer so far, but... I, I still like fucking love this game and I'm so glad that people encouraged me to try Fire Emblem. So Me too. I am really fucking, happy I that you like it. I played Shadows of Valencia before and it was good. Like I didn't dislike it, but it didn't quite capture me in this It's game. a like, little I, dry. Yeah. Well, it's, you know what it is. I mean, I, the tactical stuff is fine. Like I enjoy it plenty, but it really is the social elements that get me. I'm on, I'm definitely on the side of if this game had never introduced social elements, I probably would have never gotten into it. So. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. really, that's, I'm, that makes me really happy to yeah. hear. That's really um, good. Has, has anybody not gone? I think we've all gone, John. I think we did it, yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, we do have kind of a depressing topic uh, to to touch on this week, uh, and that is the situation around loot, um, which has affected personal friends of mine. Uh, so, everybody everybody knows, or if you don't know, um, Loot Crate has been having some trouble for some time now, right? Um, for the past year uh people have not been have reported many people have reported not getting their their the boxes they're paying for uh some subscribers report not having received subscription boxes uh in the past three months i'm pulling some information from from uh, gizmodo here um the gizmodo deputy editor uh who receives a courtesy subscription for media says the last shipment this shipment that arrived was in may uh, there have also been complaints of repeat items, uh, boxes filled with just cheap shit, which is Loot Crate. Yeah, I, see, I've always thought that Loot Crate like, sounded way too good to be true. Yeah, I do. And... I do want to just like get this out of the way because this, this is mainly a topic about how much it sucks like for the people who work there. But I do want to throw out there, like I, I did subscribe to Loot Crate for like a year way back in, God, 20... 2014 i did too for a while like yeah. like real early on i've still got a couple really good t-shirts from it and for like the first year it was really good it was cool like like the stuff in there was good um my my husband um and I, my ex-husband now um but we like we had very different nerdy interests and so we could open a box we could each probably find like most most of the stuff would be like something that either of us would enjoy and then there'd be like one thing we wouldn't like and we always had a friend that we could give it to and then we got kind of this joy of like giving this really silly but still high quality gift and after about a year the quality started just going way down the tubes like we found ourselves we had like a box in our basement that was just full of old loot crate stuff that we didn't know what to do with and we were just going to give to people but we could never find someone to give it to and so eventually we decided this is not worth the money anymore and part of the reason behind that is they started doing all these like spin-off boxes like these really specific ones like you know they did i don't know they probably did like a star wars box they, they did, did like, a, a halo box. one for like, they did like a, a halo one. Box. yeah like all these really there, specific boxes i think there was so, a mass effect one that actually looked really cool like yeah so like the, the example there the result ago. is like if they're doing a mass effect box you know, before that, Mass Effect stuff might have been in the regular crate, but now all of a sudden, Mass Effect is no longer in the re regular crate. And you're doing so many spinoff boxes that you're no longer putting like major franchises into the main ones. So everyone has got the main ones like this is junk and they're throwing it away. But then I'm not interested enough. I like Mass Effect, and if I got one random thing for Mass Effect, it'd be really cool. But I don't like Mass Effect enough to subscribe to a monthly box of Mass Effect so, shit. So, so everything right. they have anyway. their own box for that stuff no longer shows up in the main box for the most right? part yeah. i mean that, that's like a personal anecdote but that was definitely my experience like it, so it, like it if seems... they keep launching these spin-off boxes then it's kind of like a what's even left scenario yeah right like at a certain point you're just like oh here's this weird five night at freddy's toy that mm. was probably irrelevant like three you years like ago. mighty mouse right that's a thing yeah like honestly the best thing that i got out of this box wasn't even from, any, from anything it's a t-shirt that i still wear it's a black t-shirt that is a a skull like a human skull in white on it but the skull is made out of cats Hell it's yeah. so good 
it's one of my favorite t-shirts and it's really like it's really lightweight and it's comfortable and soft and I love that shirt and I got that and after like three months they stopped doing anything like they stopped putting shirts in them for the most part yeah. if I remember right yeah, they may they have did. picked it up again later but I I do not remember getting a shirt after a certain point it was well, and and, and so like so I, I I agree with rep right like I was sub to to loot crate for a year and it was great and and it, I once it started getting like I I, was, I canceled it I was like okay well this is not really whatever I don't care anymore you know the quality's going down I'm not really interested in any of this and I stopped right and that was kind of like the end of my my you know having anything to do with loot crate um, but the company had fallen into disrepair uh, as of late um, so last. They closed their warehouse and laid off 150 workers, and they announced plans to outsource to a third-party logistics. Now, last week, they declared uh, they filed uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and uh, last Friday laid off an additional 50 employees uh, without any severance or benefits at all. Um, and Fuck. they didn't. Nobody yeah. had any idea about what was going to happen uh until it happened um you know and and uh which this has left you know personal friends of mine who have medical conditions that that they need a job to pay for unable to, unable to take care of themselves um and the bitch of it is is loot crate leadership uh released a press uh they made a press release insisting that employees would be fine and everybody was going to be taken care of and everybody got a foot in the ass and they were out the door um and it's just one more instance of how this industry is in general sometimes just absolute shit at taking care of its own sure and, yeah this one's a real weird one too right like it's I, I'm not disagreeing with that at all, but it is it's weird because it's not it's not specifically gaming industry, but it is very gaming adjacent, right? Like it's a yeah. it's a it's not even it's not even quite a retailer, it's a subscription. It's a subscription box. box. It's yeah. a for, yeah. for, for, for physical, well, physical it's like a items. geek culture and, thing, right? Yeah. Yes. And like it, the but they also I need to pull this up. I'm pretty sure they had like a, a game subscription retailer. service too. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, they're not the same, uh, but to me, I mean, it just, we're coming up on a year since uh, Telltale went down. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah. And so it's just, it just feels like there's some eerie similar uh, similarities, right, where, um, you know, uh, early success, and they just couldn't couldn't quite match that, and then, obviously, um, the worst of it all is, is letting employees go without, you know, uh, paying them the respects of severance and that sort of thing. Oh, um, this is super interesting. So in October of 2018, so not even a full year ago, uh, Loot Crate launched a monthly indie game subscription. Uh, $10 a oh, month. You, it's, that's it's, very, right. it's very Humble Bundle-esque, right? Like it's $10 a month. You get five indie games each month. Only one is revealed before launch. Uh, it was called Loot Play. Um, article from us uh, was that, from Games Industry was that uh, Four Addicts Crossing Souls, published by Devolver Digital, was the first game in the crate. So I just Googled Loot Play real quick. It's a broken link now. Don't know what happened yeah. to that. That launch? Did you say that was last month? It I the article is from October seventeenth of twenty eighteen. So oh, it was last okay. year. Okay, but I don't know when when the well, subscription. And like, wasn't when I hear that? Isn't that sort of around the time when like uh, Discord tried to dip its toes into like having a storefront too? Like, okay. wasn't there this weird period last fall where like 
where like these couple little stores popped up and then epic and then the, the epic store was in december yeah right yeah like, for a little while there's like this discord nitro like i think a lot discord of began selling up. games in august of last year wow so, yeah, okay that so was, yeah so like right, the, that was right period okay yeah what a weird trajectory and like I, like literally no waves as far as i'm concerned in terms of like their their little indie subscription model but that's cool i just didn't know it was really a thing you know the real like the real shitty thing about this about this loot crate scenario is that you get the impression they file for chapter 11 bankruptcy to prevent employees from getting benefits or severance after they were cut loose and that's just a special that's just a special kind of scummy that i i really am having a hard time wrapping my head around um I would also like throw an addendum to that. Like they laid off 150-ish people in July yep. from what we know because they closed down a factory yep. in California or not a factory, a warehouse. Um, so those people all got laid off in July. That was not that long ago. And then this time they seem to have laid off over 50 people and they did that 48 hours-ish according to kind of like the Twitter reports before they announced that they were filing for bankruptcy. So yep. People had like no warning. They apparently got no severance. And then their press release is, you know, delightful. Their press release, hold on. The press release says, um, daily operations will continue as usual. Unique and exciting fan items will be purchased. Crates will be shipped. And all aspects of the business will go on as before the Chapter 11 filing. Our employees will continue to be paid as usual during this oh. transaction. Well, that's like a real convenient statement, right? Because, yeah, sure, that's like literally true. Because you did, like like the employees that you currently have, I suppose are probably like 60 or so left are probably going to keep getting, they're going to keep getting paid as normal throughout this transition, but you just laid off like over 50 of them and they're not going to get paid. Yeah. They're not employees. Like it's very convenient, isn't it? Very nice. And they have no legal recourse at all, Reb, at all. Did they not? So you said that the bankruptcy thing was true, but like, and I don't know what the legal implications are around that, but wasn't there like a, a lawsuit on one of the other wasn't it telltale right where they like sued because so so you can there's like a law in california so if they're withholding pay so i i I actually asked my mom about this because you know she's a lawyer um if 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 a corporation or a company or an employer is withholding like i'm not going to give you your paycheck because fuck you you don't you know like then that you can you can you can file a lawsuit you can sue if you if you file Chapter Eleven bankruptcy, you are not obligated to pay them anything because technically, when you file bankrupt, like we're bankrupt, we can't, you know, we're you know we now we have certain protections, uh, and uh, and and so you can't, yeah, it's you have you have no legal recourse. So I don't know, and I, I'm sorry, Justin. I know you had your hand up. I just want to. This is from the Telltale layoffs back in September of 2018. Um, and this was actually the the Telltale Games employees. Um, that was a, a layoff that affected around 250 employees um, after Telltale Games shut down. Um, but this was part of an interview from Game Daily. Actually, it seemed like the the employees were suing um, because there's a Warren Act in California specifically that requires. Um, employees to be notified in at least 60 days in advance of mass layoffs or the closure of a work location like a plant or a studio um or sorry the exemption doesn't maybe that's a federal law i don't know it's some law um and there seems to be like maybe some legal confusion as to whether that would count or not and i don't know what the situation is with bankruptcy but um like they i I don't know the situation but they may be liable for back pay i don't know 
Huh. Anyway, sorry, Justin, you had your hand up like a million years ago. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's fine. What you were saying was important. Um, All, all I wanted to say is I think it's weird how little I've heard about this. Like, yeah, I, I had not even heard about the situation until John mentioned, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about Loot Crate uh, tonight. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Here's the here's the thing, Justin and Brandon, is that like part of the problem is that none of these articles are are really talking about it, are really talking about what happened to the employees. Um, like all th- I these heard are, was that Loot Crate was getting bought or something. Yeah, so so like these are all like employee testimonials from people who have been who have been let go. Um, you know, and of course, like I've I've got friends at Loot Crate who have been like, holy fucking shit, you're not gonna believe what just happened. But I mean, in order to find like the information on this stuff, you literally right now have to go to Twitter and social media and look at people that have been affected and get the story. Or you could go to gamesindustry.biz, which John keeps forgetting about throughout this whole podcast. Sorry, Rebecca. Yes, you could absolutely go to gamesindustry.biz. That's that's literally where the best reporting is right now. But I also... I also feel like, and I don't think it's justified, but I also think that, like, one, I think people separate, like, this, because it's, it's like, on the side of, of the game industry, like, it's not, so people kind of ignore it, which I don't think they should, um, and then I also think that, like, there was good work being done at that company by folks, but it also had, like, people like, people like to drag those crates for not being, like, the same quality, that they like, you know what I mean, like, people used to, like, like they, I felt like they were a punching bag for a little while, and so it's easy for people to be like, hey, this company that was giving out shit crates, like what you were paying twenty, thirty, forty dollars a month for are going out of business, and so people were like, "Oh, cool, this shit's going out." But like, there's still people behind that, and they were still yeah. doing a bunch of like article writing and, and interesting shit there. So yeah, it sucks. Their, their company's not gone well for for like years. Like like the CEO right. Chris Davis was like, "Oh yeah, we've been struggling for the last eight, 18 months, guys. You've been struggling since 2016. Like they laid right. off 12 people in 2016. They had more layoffs in 2017. They defaulted on a loan, refinanced it in 2018, and then laid off 150 people in July. Like this has just been ongoing. This has been Yo, just like a more... constant mess. And also, but I do think that the reason why Games Press hasn't picked it up is because, like we said earlier, like Loot Crate is kind of this weird like gaming adjacent thing, right? Like right. it doesn't quite. Like, I don't get press releases from Loot Crate. I probably could if I tried hard enough, though I did notice today when I was trying to get, like, reach out to Loot Crate for a statement that their press contact on their website has a, like, you go you go to a website, you go to press. Ideally, there's an email there that's, like, press at, like, lootcrate.com or something like that that I can email and say, hey, could I get a statement? Um, but instead, Loot Crate has a form that you fill out, which is annoying. Um, but the second thing they have is th- this form it is specifically like dedicated with blanks to try to get to assume that you are reaching out to them because you want a free loot crate. Like it asks you huh. what month you want the loot crate for and like what, what items you're specifically interested in. And I'm like, no, that's not why I'm emailing you guys. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know where I was going it, with that. It but. also, well, but like, it also just feels like a company. And I guess like, I mean, you know, who knows? Like it feels like saying that would have been acquired by somebody like by a big company and would have been like pivoted to something different. Like, like, can you be like, I, Listen, I'm not a Bezos fan. I'm not an Amazon fan, but like it, it feels like something that they would be like, "Hey, we have Twitch now," and like, "Hey, this, you know, Twitch does." Like, it feels like something that would have been picked up, but you know, maybe the business was just rotten at its core. I don't know. But I, yeah. well, know- they're open to be. That's the thing now. Like, they they filed for bankruptcy, um, and they're like open to being acquired now. Like, yeah, well, that's what's going to happen, probably. Yeah, but also if somebody like, wants to. Here. But also, fuck out of here. Somebody wants to put their money on. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think there's like room for like somebody with money and like common sense to hop yeah. on that and and like like buy it and then say, okay, you have a like Loot Crate is a name. Loot Crate is like the nerdy subscription box. We all know what yeah. that is. 
Um, I think there's someone who can take that name, like, you know, nix all the really specific crates and then like put, put energy and time into making this nerdy subscription box, something that people actually want to spend money on. And get back to basics really. Yeah. I think there's like, like, there's like a profitable thing there that people could do. with. It's not like a total waste of time, but, but yeah, like, I mean, there's, there's obviously just been like years of bad decisions going on here. And I, I, I just, and, I, and, oh, sorry, that, that's what I was trying to say earlier. I think I think that's like the reason why gaming press hasn't quite picked up on it yet because it did kind of just show up. It's like hidden on Loot Crate. Unless you're like frequenting Loot, Loot Crate's website or specifically following people who work at Loot Crate, you've probably been slow to get this information. Yeah. And once you get it, there's kind of like at least a momentary question of, is this news for us? Like yeah. I got a really cool pitch the other day about something to do with tabletop gaming and it had some gaming people involved in it, but I had to like look at it and go, is this actually news for our site? I don't think it is because it is specifically around tabletop. This is because they did have an indie game subscription service and they are like, you know, they, they had a lot of gaming stuff going on, like you said, with the Fallout stuff, but but it, it is questionable. Brandon, you sounded like you wanted to say something. No, not really. No. Okay. Just want, I, I, don't, I didn't want to make sure I, was, I wasn't going to take you your did. thunder there. Justin, did you have something? Um, not about this. I strange news thing just came up that when we are done talking about loot crate oh okay we might um, want to discuss i've just I, you piqued my interest what is it yeah no well, well hold on hold on i've got, well, I've got I, don't, I don't want to interrupt this conversation all right, all right, all right. so i'm just gonna sit here and wonder what it was <laughs> so so i'm just gonna i'm gonna say one quick thing because i know friends who were affected by this are watching um i hope i i, I hope you come out of this okay and I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened to you. And um, I wish. Uh, I wish there was. There was more. I wish there was more I could do to help. Um, I. F- I feel terrible. And uh, I know that some of you are are struggling right now with paying bills and medical expenses. And I'm thinking about you right yeah. now. Solidarity with. Yeah. For best sure. of luck. Like. 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 Fuck. Th- Fuck this shit. Fuck, fuck U.S. labor laws that let people get away with this I shit. I wish I could unionize. unionize. It's time to fucking unionize. unionize. Like, I mean, that's like a whole different conversation, right? Like, would would people who work at a place like Loot Crate unionize with the gaming industry? Probably not. But nonetheless, unionize. No, not anyway, Justin, it. what was this news you wanted to spring upon us? So, uh, for anybody that may have be- attended Evo 2019. Oh, thank fuck. Uh, I thought you were going to say E3 again, and I was about ready to go for a lamp off my chest. God damn it. Um, oh, no. So, for anybody that attended Evo 2019 this year, there is now a health alert out, because somebody with a confirmed case of measles was in the vicinity, and there is a high chance of a measles outbreak. Vaccinate a- your goddamn <laughs> children! Fucking vaccinate unless Evo. you have a confirmed medical reason not to do so. In which case, the rest of us should be protecting you. Jesus. Okay. Wow. I, I can. So let me. Let me. I want to. I want to. I was. I was a, <laughs> half about to crack the joke, and I'm going to stop and correct myself. So the problem with giant tournament events is they are crowded. Like the whole hygiene joke about the fighting. Like, yes, there's always those couple of dudes who clearly have not showered and they ruin it for everybody. But it doesn't matter. Like I used to be a T.O. and not even on like Evo's level. Right. We're talking just regional level. And every single person could shower that morning immediately before heading to the venue and halfway through the show. Y'all stank. Like, it's hot. You're crammed together. Now, introduce measles to that shit. 
Jesus. I'm sorry. Like, that's the thing. You're just stuffed together, breathing each other's air, rubbing your asses against each other. Like, there's no is way it, around it. Is it insensitive, Derek, to call this the Dark Souls of <laughs> fighting game? Zach, Zach, why? Why? <laughs> well, I don't I mean, even, we I got him back, funny. folks. Didn't they call, like, the... um? Don't they call it Evola when you get sick from going to Evola? I like it. Probably. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's you, got, you, know, you got Evola, measles. you've got the Pax Pox. Yeah. Um, no, but that's I, just what happens. Like, but measles yeah, no, like, should not fucking be in that equation. Smell, yes. Colds, yes. Weird flus, probably, even though we shall be getting our flu shot, but the flu, flu is a... Right. Maybe it's time you measles. vaccinate. Maybe it's but time everybody measles. vaccinated. Measles should not be in that equation anywhere. Well, like, Vaccinate what, what your else? fucking like, kids. Yeah, like like what what other weird ass diseases are gonna be like like at Evo because people are yeah. like no. Hey, no. what's up, health alert? Like Anybody who is at PAX West 2019, you might have the bubonic plague. Like, yeah, like what uh, the fuck? Derek, I went to college what? with somebody that got the plague. Actually, what? It was weird. <laughs> yeah, no, the Isn't plague the is plague still a thing. Gone? Like the bubonic plague is still. I mean, it, it was terrible now, right? Like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it, oh yeah. It's basically just like a round of antibiotics. But okay. like, yeah. So uh, this you is a funny. This is a funny story. Uh, yeah. So I was I was on staff for our house that year, and uh, we got all got called down uh, by the dean, and there <laughs> were. Uh, uh, he was just like, yeah, so one of our students has the plague. And we're just like, we didn't know that could happen. And he's like, yep, it happened. So they sent her home and then we had to kick her out because she came back to campus before she was supposed to because she wanted to go party on the weekend. And she felt fine after having gone on antibiotics for a few days. So we had to call campus security to escort her off the campus. Listen, listen, <laughs> Justin. Alcohol will cure you of the plague. <laughs> Little known fact. It'll kill all the germs. The alcohol yeah. will kill all the bacteria and germs. So it can besides, cure you of caring about the plague. So besides uh, people being gross at gaming conventions and, and putting you know people with immune systems that are that are not as strong at risk, is there any other news we have tonight, or can we yes. just talk about some bullshit? Damn it, John! I just yes, there is. We're going to talk about Super Nintendo games on Switch, Zach. No, no. Yes, we have Why? to. There's not any good news. This is a short. You did say bullshit, Zach. Okay, that counterpoint. Counterpoint, John. Counterpoint. Let's only talk about the good ones, and then we'll be done in like 30 seconds. All I'm saying, so no, all, all I'm asking is this. With the revelation that like, okay, look, we don't know they're coming, but they're fucking coming, right? Like this is, you know, this controller stuff is the exact same shit that happened when Nintendo Online launched. You yeah, know, but John, your, your current theory is that like, it's going to get, when is the one year anniversary of this? It's in That's September. It's in a few weeks. Okay. That's like too soon for patent applications to be revealing this. This is not mm, happening. No, but, but, but Reb, you have to remember, you have to remember that. The NES controllers did not get released until like three months after the online service started. Um, you had to be a member of the online service to get those NES controllers. I do and they didn't that. I did not they, forget that. They didn't actually ship um, until like three months later. Uh, so my, my, my theory, my, my prevailing theory is that they are going to have a Nintendo Direct in like the, I don't know, second week of September, which they usually do, first or second week. And they'll reveal them there and they'll say, here you go uh you know fine you know you you demanded it here it is uh super nintendo games on switch 
Um, and and yes, they will probably hey, John, introduce a higher pricing tier. You want to bet on it? John, you want to make a bet? I will bet. I will bet. Who wants to bet? Who wants to bet? I'm confident about this one. All right. Um, okay. If you if they do not announce um, this this thing you've just said, if they do not announce uh, uh, SNES stuff on the Switch um, for Nintendo Online Service, they do not announce anything remotely close to that within by the end of September. Um, what will what will you do? What do you want me to do? He has to watch the first Doesn't episode of an anime of my choice. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick a great thing like Cowboy Bebop or something like that. I know no, you no, would no, like. I'm gonna pick, pick something. I'm gonna pick something weird. Pick I'm gonna pick like season weird. five of JoJo or some Can shit. Can we watch it with him? I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking love it. All right. He's never seen an anime before. Hey, uh, can hey, John. I, can I, like, make him watch a Miyazaki film? Oh, we're going to do that. Nausicaa. Oh, okay. uh, so what do we have to do if we lose? So if you lose, so so who, so who, who all is that? Who, I, who, I'm in. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. And Derek's in. Okay, okay Reb. What does Derek and I have to do? Reb, if if I win, you have to, pl- um, you have to play... I will send it to you. I'll, so you don't have to buy anything, but you have to play... I'm going to pick up a copy of Final Fantasy 14 for you. Okay. I'll, and you're going to play that. I'll play for, You might even... I might have a code in my inbox somewhere, but yeah. You can, you can play it free. I mean, it's... Yeah, how, it's, how there's long a free do I have to, start. to play it for? Um, <laughs> 420 hours. 400, you have to run into level 80. No. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make you do that. Uh, so it's free to level 35, so to level 3. Okay. Okay, deal. What does Derek have to do? Level Derek, like Derek, hour, if you yeah. lose, what up? If you lose, you can't shame me. That doesn't. I don't have shame. No, I'm so. not going to shame you. You are. You and I are going to do a short pre-recorded podcast, like 15 minutes, right? But that you like will. You will talk a solid snake the entire time. Ooh, that's not easy. All right. Yeah, that could be edges, physically painful while wearing your Wario costume. I don't know that I know where my Wario costume Wait, is. John, I'm sure you John, can find it by the end of September. John, did you get Waluigi yet? Yeah, what happened to that? That was the thing no, you said. No, I know, no, I never did. Maybe, never maybe did. hold off on that until I can identify that I still have the Wario costume. Okay. So, because I don't okay. want you to to do that as a waste. But okay, so Imran makes a good point in chat. Imran says level three quests, one of which is say say hi to this lady. Um, so thank you for pointing that out, Imran. I'll play the level uh, 10. I'll play the level 10. Level 10. Okay, level that's, 10 reasonable. that's reasonable. That's very reasonable. Five. Wow. No, I'll play the 10. Uh, level cool. 10 is like, it's like an hour. So, yeah, yeah, I'll play an hour of this game. Okay. I, I play yeah. MMOs. Like, I, I, I play well all the time. I played Blade and Soul. I played Guild Wars. I played Maple Which is fine, because like, 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 how long, how long is what you would uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Like, I played all these MMOs. The, like, level 10 in an MMO is not is a non-issue. Oh, I don't know make... why the fuck you all in chat are throwing me under the bus, but what... I'm going to make John Thanks, watch the fellas. first episode of Symphogear. I haven't seen that. I don't know what that means, but I trust you, man. Do it. <laughs> so why don't why don't we answer some 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 questions that have been submitted on Twitter by I answer by the me. eggs question. What's that? Nothing. You want to answer the egg question? No, didn't say it. I wasn't going to pick that one, Reb, but if you insist, if you insist. Okay, so uh, first question, um, 
This is a good one, actually, from uh, from Tipaz, Tipaz117. Uh, in Double Fine's Massive Chalice, I thought that the management of the Royal Bloodline strategic layer was more interesting than the turn-based combat. Same with Mordor's Nemesis system. Are there any game mechanics that interested you in ways other than the core gameplay? Reb. Me. Pick me. So, my first gaming console that I ever had, like, I had handles before that, like Game Boy Color. Um, but I, my first console was the GameCube. And so I have like a deep, wonderful attachment to the GameCube. And on the GameCube, I got, wait, what? When was this? Oh no, I know about, I remember about the egg. Okay, sorry. I had forgotten about the egg somehow. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I had Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube and I fucking loved that game, but I did not love that game for the part where you were Sonic and like- I know where this is going. I, you know exactly know where, where it's going. going. It's so obvious, it's such an easy one. <laughs> I did not care about playing as Sonic and his friends, though I do think that T-Cal is like an extremely underused character. She's super cool. And there's like that joke about the pumpkin level or whatever that people make that I also think is very funny. Um, but you can raise the chows. And they were so cute. And there was this whole like thing where they had these extra like chow gardens and they had, like a nice garden and then like a neutral garden and like a bad garden. And you could like raise them and like put them in the gardens and they you could like go out in the levels and get them like little animals and like them in like you got them a little water animal, they'd swim better. And then if you got them like a flying animal, you get like wings. And you could like like depending on how you raise them, they'd like be different colors and look differently and they'd be like good or bad or whatever. And I fucking love that. I spent so much time in the chow gardens. Like the only time I actually played the levels was so I could get shit for the chow gardens. It was so much fun. I did so much of that shit. That mechanic was great. I do not and, and I'm very serious about this. Like this is this is beyond just my love of this part of the game. I do not fucking understand why they have not yet released a mobile game that is just raising chow. They would make like like yeah. everybody loved that part. Like that was a great they have not put that in any other game since that I am aware of. Like I mean the chows have been in games but they've not been in the games in that capacity. And I don't fucking know why they have not made a mobile game that's just raising chow. Like, I would download free-to-play, don't give a shit. Don't give a shit about any of that. I will download the shit out of that game. I will raise <laughs> the little chows. I will probably pay you small incremental amounts of, amounts of money. Oh, wait, is it K? Is it is it pronounced differently? I've is always heard it chow. Is it is K? It no, it no, you're pronouncing it's it chow. correctly. It is chow, right? Yeah, that's it is correct. Chow. I yeah. just had no idea. Like, until I heard someone from Sega say it, nah. I had no idea. Because, like, Chaos was a character in that game. And, and the like, Chaos Emeralds. Right, yeah, yeah and, exactly. And so it, there's, it's short for Chaos, and I I was yeah, it's true. completely taken aback when I heard the it pronounced chow. No, anyway, Sega, get on that shit. I, I don't often recommend making extremely monetized free-to-play mobile games, but this is just the most obvious, stupid, perfect fit you could possibly do, and I don't know why it exists. It doesn't exist yet, so get me that shit, and I'll pay you some money. Some I love the passion that Reb displays for this. Like, this is, it's inspiring. I appreciate it. My Twitter bio is exuberant always. Josh, you are always brand. exuberant. Brandon, favorite. Brandon, do you have one? He's muted. Uh, do I have one what? <laughs> Brandon's he's raining stop right now. Us. Love us. He's in that Final Fantasy 14 realm. Are you playing no, Final Fantasy 14 right now? No. I didn't. No, no. Wait, what did you say? <clears throat> I'm going to fight you, Brandon. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. I was literally looking at Twitter for like three seconds what? and then you asked me a question. I'm going to fight Brandon. No, I, I, I just wanted to know if there are any game mechanics that interest you in ways other than the core gameplay for any game. 
I mean, that, well, that, let that man think about that question. Yeah, he wasn't like, right, 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 my rant. We'll come back to Brandon. I'll go. I've got, I've, I've got a good no. quick answer. Fine, I got a really John. quick one. Fine. Uh, and and then we'll and then we'll move on to Zach. Uh, mine, mine's fast. So, um, back in the 16-bit era for you know Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, there wasn't a lot of room, or there weren't a lot of ways to think outside of the box when it came to when it came to innovation outside of gameplay. And so I really appreciated what X Men for the Sega Genesis did, which was a really cool game to begin with. It's just a great side-scrolling, you know, beat-em-up superhero game. <laughs> but there was one moment in the game, uh, I think it was level five, where you you defeat Mojo, who is an X-Men villain. Uh, you defeat Mojo, and then his Mojo World uh, stage starts self-destructing. The screen turns red, and it says, self-destruct in 30 seconds, press, you know, press reset, to to stop the launch or you know to stop the countdown and i was agonized i like it took me day i was like why can't i do this there's nothing in the room that would help me do it and the game kept ending and ending and ending and for weeks i was like how the fuck do i stop this and then i just i hit the re i the reset button on the genesis and it stopped the law it stopped the countdown and it blew my fucking mind i was like holy shit press reset to stop it like and that was the first time I had ever actually encountered anything like that in a game. Actually using the console itself as a means to you know as a means to advance the game, which I thought was fucking brilliant. Like I was it was a little annoying at the time, but looking back on it, it was a such a cool way to think outside of the box on a system that you really didn't have many options for on the development side. And I just thought it was great. There have been far too few games like that. Like Justin was talking on, yeah, I think, like, the I Friday show like, last week about about the one with like the sunlight or something. Yeah, Boktai. Yeah, and then there's like yeah. like this, this is a more recent, thing. but like the Nintendo 3DS had this thing on Pokemon whatever the fuck it was where you turn your 3DS upside down to evolve Inke and it like like uses the gyro well, sensing things and this and just, then there was I love it when games do that. Like with the I, with the DS, I remember distinctly. I was playing. Um, I think it was Zelda: Phantom Hourglass, and there's a part where you have yeah. to you have to like it's like oh you need to uh, like get get this stamp on your on your book, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So you know, I close my DS and I leave for a while, and I'm like, I'll figure this out later. I open it up, and it's you had to smash it yeah. down like from the top screen onto the bottom screen. Phantom um, Hourglass had a lot of dumb problems, yeah. but using the various mechanics of the 3DS to good effect was not one of its problems. Okay, I, I mean, okay, I guess I have one. All right, Brandon, let's do it. Like, does the the the, the Dual Shock Four features count? Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. it, dude. Okay, yeah. So like until dawn with the uh, don't shake the controller to you know stand. Oh, the don't move. Oh, that was a yeah, good one. Yeah. yeah. I I really like, and you know some people complained about those that you know they were too sensitive or whatever, but I thought it was like just right, and like I was legitimately nervous during those scenes, like sitting there like holding the dual shot and like just setting it down in my lap. But like you can't just set it down in your lap because they were smart to put like a little, um like a little jolt in the rumble that like if you set it down on a table it would be enough to like you know tri trip the sensor yeah so you did actually i do remember to, that yeah so you did actually have to hold it and i thought that really made the game a lot better that was really that's a good one brandon that's real that was that was really cool um jack what about you okay so this i don't think this counts but like my favorite things on the n64 were like not parts of uh 
of Poke fuck, what's Pokemon Stadium? And also Mario Party was like I didn't like actually playing the board games or the main battles, but I just like doing all the mini games. I don't think that quite count. Yeah, like, you does. stole you I was gonna says? say the mini games in Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Which got more play. Was, yo, the one where you have to jump with Magikarp. Uh yeah. when I was very so like when that game came out, I was like three or four, maybe five years old, and I had asthma as a kid, and I had asthma attack because I was jumping up and down playing the Magikarp game as a kid. <laughs> so uh, like, oh, did you play the gosh. Did you play the jumping Magikarp mobile game? No. What? <laughs> How do you just not know Zach's about this night. stupid thing? I loved it so much. When did it, it come was... out? How old was I? Probably two though. years ago. Like last year, two oh. years ago. Oh no, no. Uh, <laughs> look at all the apps free to play game where your whole goal is just to have a Magikarp and make it jump. That that's that the sounds kind of cool. It's fine. Are it's we decidedly point... fine. Are we at a point where we can admit that Mario Party is fine, but we're really there for the mini games? Are we yeah. Ready to... I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mini games make and break Mario Party. It's the oh. mini games and the violent desire to kill your friends. One and and one last and yeah and one last thing I'll say is that I feel like we all let Nintendo off hook a little too easy for how bad the online was for the new Mario Party, but that's beside the point and not yeah. part of this topic but i'm just still i'm still mad about it no i'm i, 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 think, I like, still mario haven't gotten party over that is in like this weird we have like this weird nostalgia for mario party right like the first three or four were really good um because there was kind of like this age where we were all playing together and we were all screwing with each other and the video game itself was simple enough that there wasn't a lot of noise in the way of just everybody like everybody just fucking with each other like there was a lot of just bullshit rng there was a lot of like yeah. dumb things like doing this on the stick on the n64 to get certain mini games to go like the whole game was just profound bullshit and it's really cool to see some of like the mini games they've done since like using the different mechanics of the systems they're on like this like the um like the 3ds and i it's on the switch now right like there's a switch mario party yeah, mario, yeah, yeah it it's party. one of the better ones it's, that they know. haven't fucking updated in like a year and it sold great and they were supposed to add a new board and we never got it and that's funny um, but but yeah, like I think I think that kind of got less interesting over the years as they added more things to it to make it more distinct from the old versions and tried to like add more stuff as games got more complex. I don't think they needed to do anything like that ever. Um, but I don't. It probably won't ever go back to what it used. To. Probably not. No. Uh, Justin. So, uh, I I didn't get a chance to talk about it on this um this show. I. Schedule-wise, couldn't make the show for a little while, but there is a game mechanic uh, this year that I, I know not enough people have played this game because they have not been talking about the most ridiculous game mechanic I have ever seen. <laughs> okay. I'm and it. it's, it's in uh, the PlayStation VR game, Blood and Truth. And there is uh, collectibles that are different flavors of vapes. And I'm sorry, what? Di oh, different vape flavors. Telling me I can smoke some fucking cotton? <laughs> oh, oh, but it gets better. You have <laughs> to actually smoke it to collect them. And it uses the microphone on the, v on the <laughs> VR headset. Like, like the way Astrobot does when you go under. When you go underwater. So you, you have, have to, to physically <laughs> pick up with the move controller, the vape, 
put it next to your face, <laughs> suck in, and blow and then, out. And then puff some clouds. In order to collect these. And there's multiple of these hidden in each stage, and they're oh. all different flavors. That's and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, Can you... And- and some people have the gall to say that PSVR is an unnecessary gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, Immersion. like, your wife or girlfriend or significant other coming in and, like, you've got the VR headset on and you got and you see anything and you've got the little joy kind, you're just. <sighs> I, got, I got one better for you, John. I got one better for you. So when the Switch first came out, okay, we're talking like the weekend it released, I was at the news station at work. I already know where this is going, by the way. Yeah, we were playing one, two. I was playing one, two, switch, one, two, switch. with oh, a buddy. No. Were you we were doing Derek? the cow milking. Were you milking? And I thought eating the sandwich was better. The 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 director um, for the the 10 p.m. news came in to ask us if we got the promo for the 10 p.m. news. This is like 8:30 or so, um, and he comes in. And me and this guy, Cody, are sitting here competitive cow milking. And he just walks in. And you got to understand, this dude is like gigantic, super tall, bald, black, deepest voice you'll ever hear. And he just walks in like, hey, you guys, I... Okay. (laughs) In that moment, the only thing I knew to do was look him in the eyes and go, Angelo, this is what white people do for fun. Jesus Christ. I'll never forget him just walking in like, hey, guys. Okay. (laughs) That's. It's like when when uh, our first PAX East in 2017, it was me and uh, me, Finn, Maddie, and JT. And no, 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 JT wasn't there. It was me. It was me, Finn, Maddie. Who else was there? Um, me, Finn, Maddie. Anyway, um, it was our first pack. It, it was our first packs, and they were playing. Uh, they were playing one two switch. They were doing the milking mini game, and they were about to face off. And they had their their joy cans ready to go. And Maddie just looks right at Finn and says, you fucking look me in the eyes when you're joking me. And, and, and I, I almost shit my fucking pants. I was laughing so hard. And, and then they both just stood there and they were, they were doing the milking. Derek, they're doing the milking. And, and Finn is trying, Finn's got tears coming out of his eyes. And Maddie the whole time is just whispering to him. Maddie's just like, fucking look me in the eyes, Finn. Fucking don't fucking look me in the eye. And it was... It, I swear to Christ, I nearly pissed my fucking pants laughing. Like, I have not... I've had, like, ten good laughs in my life. That was, like, somewhere in the middle. It it was... Good. It was fucking awesome. It was outstanding. Maddie is our special boy. <laughs> you fucking look me in the eyes when you're Maddie milking I love Maddie and Finn me. so much. I want them on this podcast more. I miss... I, I miss them. I miss I mean, them. Finn's on pretty regularly. Matt, Finn good. is, but Maddie is not. But I, even when Finn's not on, I miss him. I know he's going to listen to this. Finn, I miss you, Maddie. Finn and, and Maddie, Gabe we and love you so much. Maddie and Gabe and JT I, and Jeff, I, I miss you guys when you're not on. I miss you. Hey, John. What? I'm tired. Can we go to you bed? Wanna, do you want to wrap do it up there? Do you need Derek to redo some, a bedtime want to get you need, a fat nap? I need to go to bed so I can have Friday happen. Do you, Derek, do you need Derek to redo a bedtime story? In that voice of his? No, I just want him to tell me about the best enemy in Resident Evil 4, and then we can go to bed.
Yeah, so by far the best enemy in Resident Evil 4 has got to be um probably the little the little weird wiggling thing in the trash bag that's only at one point in the <laughs> island fortress area. Um and if you look at it in the thermal scope, it's it's extremely hot and extremely bright and you shoot it once and it immediately stops and goes cold. Um, I don't know what that's there for, and neither does anyone else. Okay. I wasn't going to say the uh, regenerators, but actually, no. I can't even pretend that I like those. Fuck that. I love the regenerators. Well, I feel like there was a weird, a like, like, there was a weird, like, undertone to this whole story that I didn't quite understand. Like, there was some sort of inside joke I wasn't getting, but I appreciated no. it nonetheless. No, Everything I said is accurate. I, I don't know that enemy. It's literally just a moving bag that is very hot until you shoot it. And then it gets That's cold. That's what a hot-ass bag. No, mostly I don't understand why Zach like, asked for this specifically. But it doesn't I, matter. I don't want to just... know. I don't, no, I don't want anyone to explain it to me. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think we need an explanation. I think there is also why. a very large does salamander. Anybody, does anybody need some, some good video game trivia before bed? Yeah, give us some, Zach. Oh no! I I no I no no. Don't you have make to, promises. No, I want you have to ask a specific question. Okay. I can't just pull trivia. Oh, I don't know. What would I even ask you? I, I'm not good at any. It doesn't have to be for me. I just no. want. I just want some trivia. I just. Like you want trivia? You want trivia? You want John, some game? You want? John, what's what is? Actually, what is I got, second, I got no, one that's okay, okay. Really quick, John, what's your second pick in Mar in Smash Bros? on switch second second pick you can't have your, you... okay fine justin what's the dumbest enemy in the original final fantasy 7 in your opinion the dumbest stupidest fucking that's uh, fucking the hedgehog pie the swinging guy no the it's action. the it, it's the sh it, it's the house it's the, I it's, you know, the house is amazing have extremely different stupid fucking the house is amazing the hedgehog pie is a stupid little pink fat piece of shit that no one How likes. How dare you fucking Solly Hedgehog Pie. I'm doing it right now. And, or the naked ladies in the icicle place. Yeah, those are weird. <laughs> I don't remember Justin. Oh, no, I'm Just sorry. No, no, no. So I actually had another little bit of trivia about Resident Evil 4 while we were on the Please. topic. Fuck me up. Hit us with our one last thing. So, um... So it was... I think it was just discovered, like, last year. Um... In one of the stages uh, near the near the end, uh, you can zoom in and it's barely visible. But they, on the PC version, they uh, you know went into free look and there's just like a little um like uh just like a two D standee of just some random lady way in the background, no, nowhere near anything. Why not? And nobody know nobody knows who she is, where she came from. This is one of gaming's great mysteries, Justin. A mystery that will remain unsolved for all time. I just nobody put, will ever know who this is. I just put lady. my favorite link in the chat that I think everybody probably remembers from past podcasts. Is this a fishing? Is, are you fishing for data? No, this is the same link that I always post when we talk about stupid enemies in Final Fantasy VII. It's the it's the big oh, list yeah, of no. Final Fantasy VII enemies that that should totally be in the remake, but absolutely under no circumstances will be. Um, and it's just this really stupid list of I like dumb this, I like this enemies. stupid horse with uh, its vest. <laughs> it's just it's just dumb as shit. I've never played. Christopher any more is a than really like, good one, Rob. Christopher like 10, is. 
It feels like a whopping 10 hours of Final Fantasy VII. I Wait. hate that game, but I think this list is the funniest thing on the internet. Wait, anyway, this, that's, my, say, that's my I like the, I like the I like the teapot. I like the big old teapot. I it's guess the, it's the, the list, it's the list and the commentary. Like the commentary on this is just really good. Like bull motor. Yeah, what the, what about this? Are you not understanding without my help? Like it's just... anyway that that net list never fails to me. I will always link that list if we're talking about Final Fantasy. I for, I, I just love the fact that there's a Final Fantasy enemy called Dorky Face. Dorky Face. Dorky, yeah. Dorky face. face. And then Touch Me. Touch Me is always a good one. Yeah, Zach me. wants to go to bed though. Isn't Touch Me yeah, a frog? It is time. Touch we need to tuck Zach in. Yeah, Touch Me's the frog that when you. We got to get it, off so that I can go tuck Zach in. <laughs> all right, all right. Shameless self promotion have to finish a feature that I'm writing for tomorrow that some people may find interesting. Some people may not, but some people. Reb, I find everything yeah. you write interesting. Well, thanks. To- wow, that's funny. Oh, but he can't always remember seem- the name of the website. Yeah, but he can't remember. Didn't seem to have read it for this podcast, but. Hardy, har, 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 har. Were, anyway. You were offline, but I gave you shit because your headphones were, were messed up. Sorry, Zach. They're messing no, up. Fine. But I, I gave you shit for citing Venture Beat instead of us. Anyway. Sorry. Next time I will cite. Get- Sorry. Now I feel terrible. Goddamn right you will. Jeez. You go to bed feeling bad about yourself. Sorry, I Venture will feel Beat. bad You're about myself. Next time on I, Dragon Ball Z. Will John remember the name of the website that Reb works for? Will you shut up, Derek? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, if nobody has anything else, it's time to it's time to get out of here. So, Pax, uh, Pax West coming up soon. If you see us there, come up and say hi. Uh, really looking forward to it, and we'll be back next week. We got a couple things happening. Uh, I'm doing a, a Valkyria Chronicles podcast with um with, with a couple of people, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, of course, we've got the podcast next Thursday, and then next week, of course, and next Friday, uh, the bi-weekly morning show, uh, which I always look forward to. And it's not always poetry, and we don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So until next time, please take care of each other, and go live your lives. Have fun. Enjoy, enjoy things. Have a good time.